Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. The gift of living a healthy life with no form of terminal illnesses is sometimes taken for granted by those who have it. To those who suffer from one terminal ailment or the other, they would give anything to have a life free of medications. My colleague Zainabala visited an epileptic who wants nothing more from life than to feel accepted. Let us listen to Zainab as she tells us more. I first saw Angela uh, when I went to my mom's school because she's the head of school to a public primary school in Jua. And then Angela came in with her books in a sack. When I met her, she was she behaved really, really very childish for her age. And then I was wondering maybe there was something, you know, mentally uh, wrong with her. And then after she left, I asked my mom where she met her and all that. At first she came, she brought those books. I thought she brought the books, you know, to just sell for somebody. But after I made inquiry, my mom told me that um, she writes those books and she doesn't know how to make money from those books. She advised her to um, reach out to some head teachers of public primary school. And then these people actually buy these books from her. They, she distributes to these public schools and they buy, you know, uh, for an amount and then they pay her at the end of the month. And I was, re- I was really very happy, you know, to hear that. And then I asked much more i asked deeper and then they told me she was an epileptic patient and then i was wondering you know how she lives uh, in a place like that and she even has you know that courage to to actually write books write books rather and all of that and then i said i wanted to meet her and then they told me she lived uh, in a very small village within jua community and then i reached out to her it was really difficult you know getting to talk to her and then just go to her place and all of that she didn't want me to come to her house she lives in a shack like environment and she lives alone i was really curious to actually know how she lives and how she co- you know, with her uh, epilepsy situation and all of that. I went to meet her at her place. Uh, and then when I entered her room, the first thing I saw were books everywhere. She has, she has over 100, you know, copies of these books that she has written. Now to where, how she coping with epilepsy and how the society is treating her. Did you talk to her about that? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, I asked her how she, you know, copes with her epileptic situation. And then she she even cried, you know, at some point because she said it's really, it has not really been easy. Children don't like coming close to her. The people she lives with don't like coming close to her room. That sometimes when she even has crisis, there's nobody to actually reach out to. So, so she goes through all of that process alone and then uh, she just moves on the next day if, you know, everything dies, lays down. And then she also told me about, I think she had a surgery, I think a neurosurgery back in Anambra State. And she, she talked to me about how difficult it was raising money you know, to do that surgery and how how eager she is you know, to get married. Because she said a lot of the suitors she has, when they know that she has epilepsy, most of them you know, run away, don't want to stay around her and all of that. But she says it has really been very, very difficult for her coping you know, with the stigma and all of that. Okay, so um, in your stay there now, what did you notice actually with people, the environment? Were they coming close, especially when they saw you getting close to her? No, it was, it was when, I, when I got there, everybody kept looking at me because they were wondering uh, which of the rooms I was going into. They, they, they thought I was coming to see somebody else and not Angela. And then when, when I actually went into her room, a lot of kids, you know, gathered there and even her neighbors, everybody came. And then they were all, you know, staring. It was like, 
we're coming to see something really mysterious. And they saw how we set up, you know, to have an interview with her. They were they were really wondering, uh, oh, this this person is really an important person that so that even the media could come and talk to her about her story and all of that. And uh, you know, she felt a bit more comfortable, and even the children were all happy seeing us all together having that interview. So, as a journalist, now what did this case of Angela? What did it open your eyes to? I've seen quite a lot of this human related stories. And some of these stories, you know, help, you know, change the world. They help change narratives. For Angela, you know, her situation, for many people, when they saw that story, it was like, okay, there are people, you know, living with epilepsy uh, and they should not be, you know, uh, attributed to their their situation. They can do better. They have a lot of things to give back to the society and they can live as normal people. But for me, what struck me with Angela's story uh, was the fact that she really wants to have a major like somebody a companion that she could live with and that is a challenge for her that was Zainab telling us about the life of an epileptic she visited a few days ago i saw a man lying helpless on the ground at a shopping complex in abuja and when i asked around they said he was epileptic and he just had a seizure what struck me was the nonchalant attitude of the people around all they said was is that man that has sickness he will soon stand up now what do Nigerians know about epilepsy? And is there truly a certain stereotype towards people living with it? I asked for the questions, and this is what they had to say. Every sickness is curable by God. I will not allow my daughter to marry somebody like that. Where is that? If I discover, I will not allow my daughter to marry. Because first of all, months, the person have to supposed to go and treat he or herself before go for anything at all. Ndafufu, yes. What do you know about it? I can't explain about it seriously, yes. What do you think is to cause it? Do you know anything about it at all? That's it, I think that uh, all this, uh, like, uh, let me just say sickness. No, I like it. You can't... <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you can't marry somebody that has it? Yes. Why? I don't like it, it's a disgrace. Them, they are human beings. Don't you think they will feel bad? No, I can't marry somebody like that. Maybe, okay, what if, if I marry something, uh, somebody like that? If uh, me and the person I work out for a road, uh, the person fade down, is a disgrace now. All I know is that epilepsy, everyone knows about epilepsy now, in the sense that this guy that is staying here, he's, he's having shop here. But according to what I heard about the guy, he said he's from the family. Before something like that was not doing, happening to him. Okay, but you, what do you know about it? I know epilepsy as a, as a sickness now. I don't know any other thing. It's only in this place that I saw itself. I, I have not seen it before. No, because I don't know that epilepsy, whether it's natural or just a sickness, can just understand. So, beside that, I will not allow my daughter or even my son to marry somebody that is having that kind of a, a sickness. But don't you think it's not their fault? It's how they are born. So, they deserve a right to be happy or not? Although it's not their fault anyway. But most of them can be sent through somebody, through their one of an enemy can send it to somebody. Now, there are some that is natural, there are some that's not that is not natural. I don't know because I've never seen people that are suffering from it before. Though I've been hearing about it that people that have that sickness sometimes they'll fall down. So you like this as a young girl. Would you marry someone that has that kind of sickness? No. Why? They're not human beings. <laughs> they are human beings now, but oh, you got my somebody that will be falling down. 
Those are some Nigerians sharing their thoughts. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this and other episodes of our podcast on Sprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on Nas FM, it's 9.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. We'll be going on break to stay. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to or download our episode on Sprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen to our podcast on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. In this episode, we're talking about the plight of people living with epilepsy and how the society sees them. Before we went on break, we listened to the plight of an epileptic victim through our colleague Zainab Bala who visited one. We further spoke to some Nigerians on their attitudes surrounding people living with epilepsy. What exactly is epilepsy? Is it spiritual? Like some Nigerians assume? Bilki Suamed puts these questions and more to a medical practitioner. My name is Dr. Abouyazid Bashir, a retired doctor from National Hospital, family doctor, and now working independently on his own. Epilepsy is a disease condition that originates from the brain where the electrical impulses are distorted. The electrical impulse from the brain they, they are not coordinated, and somebody convulses as a result of that. So that's uh, simplistically how to define it. Okay. So how is yeah. it diagnosed? Sir? Well, it's diagnosed by EEG. They call it EEG, electroencephalogram. Hmm. When it is done, it will be traced, and it will show that uh, this is the condition on that particular patient or on the patient who is having the epileptic seizure. Okay. Do, do you yeah. think there are risk factors or is it just hereditary? Uh, there are risk factors. Hmm. Sometimes it runs in the family, but there are risk factors, especially when somebody is involved in an accident. Hmm. So, and then he has trauma, which affects the brain, and the brain is damaged in a particular area. And then that results in this distortion of the movement of the electrical impulses. So the problem is that it can occur anytime. Mm. And somebody can fall on the road, or when he's driving, he can have an accident, or when a woman is cooking, she can fall into the fire. So these are some of the problems that is associated with the disease condition. Well, the symptom is seizure. Seizure, generalized seizure, sometimes with you find somebody is clenching his teeth mm. seriously. So there is something some people used to do. Use something to guard the mouth to prevent someone from biting his tongue. So, and then there, would, there could be fuming. Somebody would be fuming from the mouth. Mm. You see a lot of forms coming out, jacking all over. Mm. The legs and the hands can be jacking, including the body. So you said just to avoid them biting their tongue and so on, they put something. But that something is like what? Because you see some people use spoon. Is it good to put spoon also? But spoon is very hard. So sometimes it also helps in crush the tongue. So you get something soft is better that you can put in between the mouth so that someone can bite like a thick, a thick cloth or towel 
or handkerchief is always better than using an iron okay. that can also cause injury to the patient. Okay. So, sir, uh, as, as a doctor, what are the misconceptions you have heard about epilepsy that you would so, love to debunk? Uh, most people believe that it is spiritual. Mm. So there are what they call the genes that uh, affect someone. And it has nothing to do with, uh, with genes. It's just a problem that occurs in the brain. That is all. Okay. That is, That's uh, the only misconceptions you've had? Well, that is the misconception. So, some, uh, that is the misconception. They believe that uh, it is spiritual. It is uh, caused by some genes and something. But the truth is that it can be caused by drugs, which is, which is possible. It can be caused by accident, you know. Mm. It can be hereditary. It runs in some family. Mm. So that is it. Then mostly they believe it that causes, uh, it is as a result of uh, genes. I don't know how they call it, uh, but spirit, you know, okay, or yes, bad spirit. Okay. Yes, so that is the general belief. So is there a cure to epilepsy, sir? Yeah, sometimes there are drugs that are given. So even if somebody is not cured, sometimes after a long period of those drugs, the things subside and somebody normalizes. But sometimes it just reduces the number of frequencies or symptoms that uh, the patient has. Okay, uh, I, I forgot one question before the cure. So, um, is it contagious? Is it contagious? No, it's not contagious. Okay. It's not contagious. Because you hear, that people, is you hear people saying, don't touch him. It's wrong. Yes, you can get, you can get infected. Yes. That is not true. Yes. And the no. cure, is that, is that all when you take drugs and then with time it will cure itself? Yeah, a lot of them get cured. But sometimes the patient has to continue taking the drugs to suppress the attacks. So as long as someone is taking the drug, you may not have the seizure disorder, the compulsive uh, episode. That was Dr. Abu Yazid Bashir, a medical practitioner. According to Solange Nicole, there's nothing more debilitating about a disability than the way people treat you over it and the attitude of the society towards these differently able set ever change. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we've heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossprout.com or even listen on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. You can also listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us on 0913-893-3390. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.